welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes Podcast. Um, I just realized I did not turn off my fan. So, let me go do that. Um, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. I was just so excited to record this episode because it's, it's an exciting one. Um, that I just forgot to turn off or turn down the fan. Um, I'm sitting on my bed with my iced coffee. First one in a while. I've been, I haven't been drinking iced coffees because it's that time of year where my insomnia comes back and I'm trying to not, not have it. So I'm taking all the necessary precautions, you know, no caffeine and go to bed at a reasonable, reasonable time and all this stuff. So I haven't, uh... Anyways, um, this week, for me, was a little bit, it was between interesting and boring. That, that was for sure. The weekend, last weekend, uh, Saturday, I baked cookies and muffins. I made sugar cookies and oatmeal cookies, um, birthday cake muffins and carrot cake muffins. No, let me be honest, for the longest time, I didn't like carrot cake like the flavor of it I didn't like it and so when I went into the store with my mom I picked up the box and my mom's like you're you like carrot cake like she was taken surprise because carrot cake's one of her favorites and I was like you know I want to I want to try it I want to see if I can like it and I did I'm now obsessed I've breakfast lunch and dinner is a carrot cake muffin (laughs) so and then my friend Megan came over for the night and we had the house to ourselves so as she was on her way in between baking I made us dinner and I felt so mature and grown up and I felt uh like I was living on my own and she was coming to my house to dinner and I just felt I just felt like a grown-up and I loved the feeling you know um like of having a friend come over to my house for dinner and I'm cooking for her and all this stuff. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, and then Sunday I didn't do anything. Sunday I stayed in bed. Um, same with Monday. Tuesday I, I want to say I did something. But I honestly do not remember. Whatsoever. Wednesday. You know what I've been doing the past week. I recently over the weekend discovered Florence Given. Who's like a feminist. And she's just she's amazing. I love her. Um, so I've been listening to a podcast exactly a lot, like, um, every day, like five episodes a day. Like I'm constantly, she's constantly playing in my headphones. <laughs> um, so then I bought her book, Women Don't Own You, Owe You Pretty. And Wednesday it came. So I, I didn't read it when it first came. I was like, okay. Cause like I wasn't in a weeding mood. I was kind of in a bit of a slump. And then Wednesday night, I was sitting in my room, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking read the book. And so I picked it up, and I got, I was like, I ha- I know for a fact that I was going to ha- see things that I wanted to highlight, and see things that I wanted to remember, like, oh, it's on this page. So I got, like, my highlighters and my sticky notes, and I made, okay, this color's for this, and this color's for this, and this color's for this, and all that stuff. And so, as I was reading it, I was, like, highlighting, and putting sticky notes where I highlighted and all this stuff and I learned a lot 
throughout reading the book. I was up to like one. I read half of the book, and then I was like, when I was re- when I realized I couldn't really focus on the words anymore, I was like, maybe it's time for bed. So I went to bed, and then Thursday when I woke up, I finished the book, and it changed my life. <laughs> I was like. I'm setting boundaries (laughs) and I set boundaries with a guy that I was talking to and he ghosted me. I was like, okay, well now that I know where you stand, we're we're no longer talking. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't like the guy, right? And it angered me because this guy, he was nice. He was a sweetheart, but he would be, if I didn't respond in a certain amount of time, to his texts, he would be, sorry for wasting your time, I'm not good enough, you deserve better, you know, all that, like, insecure stuff, and if he wa- if he didn't do that, I would like him a lot more, but he constantly did it, and I was like, well, you need more confidence in yourself, babes, like, go get therapy, go get help, I don't care what you do, just stop, and so when he ghosted me after I set my boundaries for the first time ever, because yeah, I knew what boundaries were, but I didn't know how to set them without angering people. I didn't know how to say no without angering people and feeling guilty. And so when I finally set boundaries and he ghosted me, I was frustrated at him for ghosting me because it's like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna act like this and this and this and this, and then when I turn around and say, here, here's what I want and here's what I need from you. You ghost me, and then I got angry at myself that I was frustrated with him when I didn't even didn't even like him as a partner. I liked him as a friend, and maybe that's why I was like a little bit frustrated because of that. I don't know, but then I got really angry with myself because I was frustrated, and I was like, "Why the fuck am I frustrated? I don't even like this person." So, but I set boundaries, um, and I didn't even feel bad. I felt amazing after I sent that message with my boundaries. I was like, "I am a powerful." woman I am invincible no one can fucking stop me and so that that was my my Thursday (laughs) um and then my friend Nicole came over she spent the night she actually just left about an hour ago I'm recording this Friday at 11 30 a.m so good morning um and yeah so that's that was that was my week it was a bit of boring but also um, a bit of excitement and uh, empowerment. And then I also, um, Saturday I was like writing in my journal because I realized I haven't written in it in a few months because it's been on my bookshelf. And when it's on my bookshelf, I don't even think about it. Like, yeah, I think, oh, I should journal. And then I see it on my bookshelf. I'm like, mm, but I have to take everything out and I have to grab it and all that stuff. So I haven't journaled. And when I opened my journal Saturday night with Megan over, I was like, holy shit, I haven't journaled since August, since I went on hiatus with the podcast. Like, what the fuck happened in the last three months? And we were sitting there, and I couldn't remember a thing that even happened in October. The I was like, okay, what the fuck happened in September? I turned 19, That's my friend moved away, that's all I could remember. And I'm like, there has had to have been something that happened that I buried because it was traumatizing or whatever. And I couldn't remember it. And Megan's like, go through your Instagram, go through your podcast. I was like, I can't go through my podcast because the last one was August. And she's like, what the fuck, Paige? <laughs> and I was like, I know. And then 
October, I was like, my cat died. Like, what the fuck happened in October? And I, I got a little depressed because I'm like, wow, my life is so fucking boring. I can't even remember what happened two months ago. So that, that kind of ruined the mood Saturday. I was like, this is fucking depressing. I don't even remember what I wrote down in my journal. I don't even, I don't even know. But, um, yeah, so I, I've made it my mission to journal more than, uh, maybe I should take it off my bookshelf because after I journaled, I put it back and I know for a fact, if I keep it there, I'm not going to journal until I'm like in the mood. But if I take it out and put it on my nightstand, I'm going to journal more often. So there's that coffee break anyways so we already talked about the topic for today's podcast um today's podcast was gonna be like last week it was morning routines today's podcast was gonna be night routines you know but i was after i read uh women don't owe you pretty from florence given i was like i want to set boundaries so i wrote a list out of boundaries that i want to set with my friends and my family and romantic partners that I may have in the future and even strangers like I I wanna and I just I never knew how to set boundaries you know I was like what the fuck are boundaries like obviously no like I knew no if someone said no okay I'm gonna respect your boundaries you know what I mean but besides that I was like what can be considered boundaries you know I didn't know being like hey I don't want to talk about this could be considered a boundary so, reading the book, I was like, holy shit, there's so many things that I do in my friend group that make me uncomfortable, or that we talk about that makes me uncomfortable, or that I don't like to talk about. And I didn't know if I said, hey, I don't like talking about this, it could be set as a boundary. And so I was like, okay, so I went immediately to my notes app on my phone. My computer just turned off. This happens a lot, guys. I don't understand. And now it won't let me sign back in. Please. Okay. Anyways. I love how when it turns off, it continues recording. Like, thanks, babe. Anyways. <laughs> so I immediately went to my notes app after reading the book. And I wrote out a list of my boundaries. And I want to share them with you. Along with a few examples of what I mean with these boundaries and, and all that. And I didn't realize. I was also reading the book. And, um, you know, there, there was part in the book where Florence is talking about you know where she she gets um she gets assaulted and then it get, angers her because she goes to her friends about it and they're like that's normal and then she's like no it's fucking not and I have that wage with me when people like talk about by queer people you know what I mean like but in a negative way like, um, I'll give examples, but, like, assuming someone's sexuality or outing them without their knowledge or, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, anyways. I just want to get into the list of the boundaries because the queer one is on there and I just, we'll talk about it. So, anyways, so these are, these are my boundaries. I have a few. Excuse me. Um, I didn't eat before this episode. Remember when I used to eat before episodes and then I would just be gassy throughout the whole one? That was a time. Anyways, 
I haven't eaten at all today, actually. I think I'm going to go make lunch. I was going to say supper. It's 11.37 a.m., babes. I think I'm going to go make lunch when I'm done recording this episode. Anyways, the first list... The first list. Blech. The first boundary on my list is no longer putting women down. I hate when someone close to me puts someone, another woman down when they haven't done anything. And even if they have done something, like, what do, what does the looks have to do with what they did to you? You know what I mean? Like, um, I just, I hate it because a lot of people around me do it, actually. Um, and it just angers me because it's like they're living in their little world. They're not harming anyone. Leave them the fuck be. And I didn't... It angered me because I used to do it too. Right? When I was insecure and I hated everything about myself. I would be like, oh my god, that girl's so fucking ugly. And I, I would hate on her and shit on her behind her back. But she didn't even know who the fuck I was. I didn't know who the fuck she was. And I would hate on her because I was reflecting my insecurities onto her. And I hate... And now that I've grown to love myself... And I'm a little obsessed with myself sometimes. And I, I see a girl, I'm like, she's so fucking gorgeous. She's a fucking icon. You know, for just existing. You know? And I, I love women. And I... Iffy on men. There's some men I love, but... <laughs> but, like, I love women. And I love how they just do whatever the fuck they want. You know? And how they're so fucking gorgeous. Every single one of them. So... You know, to have someone close to me be like, she's so ugly. Babe, she's not. She's fucking gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, I'm bisexual. I date her, you know? So, it it's it's like, maybe stop reflecting your insecurities on the women that haven't done anything to you. And even, even if they did, so, did something to you, like, you have no right to sit there and be like, she's ugly, she's ugly. Like, you're you're not helping you know what I mean? Whether it's to their face or behind their back. Like, I don't, I don't like it. So, um, I will no longer be putting women down for their looks or whatever. Like, I will no longer shit talk women. Um, especially for their looks. You know what I mean? Because they're just existing. You know, they don't choose to look that way. You know? Um, so I just, that's... Not number one, but, like, I just as I just wrote them down as, like, they came to my head. So, these aren't in order from importance to least importance or whatever. But I was just like, oh, I don't want to put women down anymore. So, I wrote it down. So, it's just... Anyways, just thought I'd throw that out there that these aren't in a specific order. I just wrote them down as they came up into my head. Okay. Saying no when I don't want to do something or go somewhere. I've done this so many times where my friends will ask if I want to go to the mall. I fucking hate the mall. Okay? I don't like it. It's all fucking expensive. It's huge. There's so many people. My social anxiety doesn't like it. I don't fucking like it. You know what I mean? The only good thing about the mall is the bookstore and Origins, which is like a spiritual witchy store. Those are the only... And they don't have clothes for me in the mall. Like, I'm a plus-size person... They don't have anything for me in that store. Like, I go into shopping to, like, shop clothes in the mall, and it's all for skinny, small-breasted women. And I'm like, babes, <laughs> that's not even going to fit one of my tits, but, like... <laughs> so, 
I don't I don't like them all. So when my friends ask, oh, I want to go shopping, come with me. I say yes, because I feel obligated to. And I feel if I say no, they're going to get angry. And then I'm going to feel bad. And I don't want to. And, you know, yes, sometimes when I go, I end up having fun and stuff. But if I'm, I, I have a checklist where it's like, is this going to fulfill me in a way? Am I going to have fun? Am I going to bring down the mood if I go? And if the answer is yes, it will fulfill me. No, I won't bring down the mood when I go. Then I will go. If the answer is no, it won't fulfill me. And yes, it will bring down the mood. I will bring down the mood if I go. Then I'm not going to go. So if... And I'm okay going every few months, like every, twice a year, every six months. I'm okay to go, but if it's like every other month, I don't. I don't want to go. So saying no to when I don't want to do something or go somewhere, that's one of my boundaries. And if I say no, you have to respect that. You know what I mean? And don't try to be like, oh, but you have fun and all this stuff. Like no. No, because if I go and then I bring down the mood and then you get, you get bitchy and you don't like it and all this stuff, then, then it's going to ruin everything. You know what I mean? No longer assuming someone's sexuality or outing them. That's like with the queer stuff, obviously, the fuck. I have people around me that assume people's sexuality or they will out them without them even coming out to them or they'll out them or like this person will come out to someone and then they'll come to me being like oh this person's bisexual and it's like that's none of your fucking business and who cares if this person's bisexual or gay or uh trans like who fucking cares it's not your business and if like my friend my friend does this where um She'll, she'll be talking to a girl as a friend and the girl will, like, send her a selfie or whatever. And she'll do, like, a duck face or whatever. And she'll be like, oh, she's bisexual. It's like, did she come out to you as bisexual? Did she tell you she's bisexual? Or are you assuming because she sent you a selfie or because she's acting a certain way? You know what I mean? And it kind of angers me a little bit how that happens or how she just does it. And, uh... I, I don't like it. I don't like it when someone's assumed someone's sexuality because it's, it's none of their business if they're bisexual or trans or whatever. And even if they did come out to them, it's not your say or your part to come up to me, a person who doesn't even know this person, and say she's bisexual or he's gay or they're trans. You know what I mean? And, like, my mom... <laughs> my mom is a little transformer transphobic and she'll like we'll be driving somewhere and she'll see a guy with long hair and a beard but wearing a pretty pink dress and she'll be like oh my god like if you're gonna wear a dress shave the beard or something like that and it's like what if that, what happens if he's gender fluid and he goes by they them what happens if it's just a guy that likes wearing pink dresses like it's not your part to say what he should do with his appearance or his life He's doing what makes him fucking happy. You know what I mean? So it just angers me a little bit. And, like, when people, you know, come up to me, I'm going to start saying when, like, people start shitting on women or gossiping or out someone or assume someone's sexuality or 
what my mom does with people on the street that wear pretty pink dresses but has a beard. I'm I'm just going to tell them that's not our business. Not, let's not be those people. You know? And if they continue to push onto the conversation, I will leave. I will walk out of wherever we are or I'll put on my headphones and I'll ignore them because I'm not I'm not doing that. Next is respect my time. I have a few people in my life where they'll say, okay, let's meet up at this place at this time. My computer just shut off again. This is angering me. I just want to talk. Why won't you let me do that? Anyways, excuse me. Where they'll be like, okay, let's show up at this time at this place. And then I'll show up and I'll text them, hey, I'm here. And they'll still be sleeping or they'll still be getting ready or... um. You know, they'll be late, you know, or like, like my dad does it, you know, my dad, I keep joking with him. You should have been a girl because he takes hours in the shower and he takes hours to get ready. And then when he is ready, it takes him like 20 minutes just to get out of the house because he's like, oh, do I have this? Do I have this? Do I have this? And it's like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> we had to be at this doctor's appointment an hour ago, my guy. So it just, it angers me when people don't respect my time. It's like, what happens if I had something planned for 4 o'clock and we had this planned at 12 and now it's coming 2.30 and you're still not fucking here? You know what I mean? So it, respect my time. No compromising these boundaries, keeping my foot down. So if I say to like a friend or family member, hey, I don't like talking shit about this person's appearance, you know, and then... They're like, okay, and then continue to do it. I'm going to be like, if you keep shitting on this person for how they look, I'm ending this relationship and I will leave. So, and because if I don't do that, then people aren't going to respect my boundaries. They're not going to take my, me and my boundaries seriously, so then they're not going to respect them or me. You know, so if I keep my foot down and be like, hey... I'm not liking this, stop fucking doing it, and then they can acknowledge what I said, but continue to do it. I'm dipping out, babes. I'm done. I'm leaving the show. You can find someone else to shit talk and gossip with you. Because I'm not doing that anymore, babes. Good communication. So, like, sharing your needs and your wants. Like, especially if you're, like, you're starting a romantic relationship with someone. You know, like, you want to share what you need you want to tell them hey i need this from you or i want this from you can you show up and do that that's like what i did with the guy i was like listen i don't like when you fucking do this when i because i have a life you know i'm busy i i'm i'm one of those people that don't like being on my phone unless it's to read or to take pictures or to listen to music i don't i don't like texting i don't like facetiming i don't like calling i don't like i don't like it Right? So, they're, they're, I do it with my friends, too. Like, I, they'll text me, and then I'll take hours to respond because I'm not on my phone. I'm crocheting, or I'm reading a book in my hand, or I'm watching a video, and I don't want to interrupt the video, or I'm listening to something, or I'm out with my family or my friends, whatever, and I, I won't respond. And the, the guy would get, I don't want to say he would get angry because I don't want to... 
because I don't think he would get angry. He would just get really insecure because he'd feel like he did something wrong, which is why I wouldn't respond. And we were talking for like a few weeks and I would continue to do this. It's like, well, I fucking explained to you in the beginning. I have a fucking life and it's not all on my phone. You text me. I'm going to see the message, but I'm not going to respond right away. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not one of those people that sit on my phone the whole time texting especially when i'm hanging out with people if i'm hanging out with you my phone will be put across the room and shut off because you have my full undivided attention when you are talking to me and i hate this will be another another boundary that we come up but i hate when people are on their phones while i'm talking to them because then it's like i feel like you're not fucking listening to me and then I have to, like, repeat myself because they'll be like, oh, I'm listening. And then I'll be like, I know. And then they'll be like, wait, what? And it's like, you obviously weren't fucking listening. So now I got to repeat the whole fucking thing. And it just irritates me and exhausts me. And it, I just, it angers me. <laughs> this is the wage that I had built up that I didn't know. <laughs> and it's coming out. So, like, good needs and wants. So, like, I'll t- I texted him and I was like, hey, I don't like it when you tell me that I deserve better and you're not good enough. And all this stuff because I had a boyfriend who was abusive who used to do that if I didn't reply in five minutes he'd be like I'm gonna go off myself and it'll be like what the fuck I'm hanging out with my fucking friends bro like chill and it it reminded me of that because I took I want to say a year or two off from dating because every relationship I was in was bad and so I took like, a year or two from dating. I was like, I'm... Like, I had dating apps on my phone, but I wouldn't go on them. I had the notifications off. And I wouldn't text back to people. And I wouldn't, um... You know, I, I wouldn't... I was like... he I was healing myself. And I was healing my inner child. And I was healing and learning to love myself. Because I'm a firm believer of if you can't love yourself, you can't love somebody else. You know what I mean? Because then you're insecure and you're constantly like, I, I, you deserve better. Like, the guy that I was talking to, you know? We'll call him the Hinge guy because I met him off of Hinge. You know? So when I got back into dating, you know, I took those two years off. I was also in therapy and I was talking about my relationships and I was healing from them. And so when I came back, and I came out as bisexual during my break. So it was awakening to me and I, I wouldn't have come out. If it wasn't for my sister pointing it out. Because she came up to me and she was like, when are you going to tell me you're bisexual? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not fucking bisexual. And she's like, yes, you fucking are. And I was like... And she made me sit there and think. And at the time, I was obsessed with criminal minds. And I was like, maybe I am. Because I was sitting there and I was like, I'd smash weed, Spencer weed, and I'd smash Emily Prentice. That was both so fucking hot. I was like, maybe I fucking am bisexual. And then I would think back to all the other shows I was obsessed with and all the women, I was like, she's so fucking gorgeous. I'd smash. And then the men, I would be like, he's fucking beautiful. You know? He's perfect. You know what I mean? And I was like, maybe I am bisexual. And then I came out as bisexual. And if it wasn't for my sister, if it wasn't for that break of dating, I wouldn't have known that it would have taken I would have known but it would have taken me longer to come to the realization hey I'm fucking bisexual <laughs> like it probably would have been to like my 20s where I would have been coming out instead of my instead of being 17 you know so 
um, then when I came back into the dating, you know, I was like, I want to date a girl and I want to date a boy. But, you know, like, not at the same time, but, like, I wanted the experience of both. And so I went to Tinder and I, uh, I met Tinder boy and things were going good and I was like, mm. You know, and when I came back, I felt ready, but at the same time, I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I came back, when I first came back, I was like, I'm ready, I want a relationship, and I want it now. But I, 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 when, when I was talking to Tinder Boy, I was like, I don't want to date you. And then I was talking to all the other guys, and I was like, I don't want to date any of you. And so I said, I told Tinder Boy, hey, I just want to be friends. And he's like, I'm not looking for friendship. I was like, okay, so then let's just stop talking. And we did. And then I was like, maybe I'm not ready for relationships. So I took another about maybe six months. No. I When I ended it with Tinder Boy, it was like a month or so before I ended the podcast for a little break. So it, it was a few months before I got back in. I, would, I deleted all dating apps. And I was like, I'm not ready. I don't want to. And then it was up until this month, the beginning of November, when I was like, I want to try again. And that's when I met the hinge guy and he was, you know, insecure and it kind of, he was coming from his very first relationship where the girl cheated on him. So he, he was rushing into, I think he was looking for a rebound, but he didn't know he was looking for a rebound. He was just looking for someone that will love him, you know, which I have nothing against. Like you heal in your own way, but I don't think he was ready because all of a sudden he was like really insecure if I didn't answer in a certain amount of time. And I told him, hey, I need you to stop doing this and here's why. And he just stopped responding to me in general. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like you just showed me your true colors without responding. And so, you know, I, I expressed what I needed from him and he knew with, he knew he couldn't deliver that. So instead of telling me, I can't be that person, I can't do that, he left. And I respect him for that, you know? It would have been nice to been like, to, for him to be like, I can't be that person. To like, get a message telling me no. Instead of just being ghosted, because ghosting does hurt a little bit. But at the same time, he showed me his colors. And for that, I have to respect him. I mean, I don't have to. My computer's fucking shut off again. This shit's pissing me off. Anyways. Excuse me. My password goes on. Okay. Uh, next one is identify when a boundary has been broken. So this is gonna be easy for me because my boundaries are, like, pretty straightforward, right? But at the same time, it's, like, with really close friends... This is where I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> because I'm not good with confrontation. Because of, like, my anxiety and stuff. I'm not good with being able to come up front and be like, Hey, you hurt me when you did this and you broke my boundary. You know what I mean? So, when a boundary has been broken, that's going to be a little hard for me to be like, You broke one of my boundaries, babe. Um, I don't know if you forgot or whatever. But you broke it. And here, here's the thing. Breaking my boundaries is disrespecting me. Right? So, like, for my friend Nicole, she breaks my boundaries. She, that's... <laughs> I'm gonna accept her for it. 
because um, she forgets a lot of things very easily. And I have to constantly remind her stuff, which I have no problem with. So, but for, like, my family members or other people, I'm going to be like, you get three strikes. You break my boundaries three times. Because, like, my mom, my sister, my other friend, Megan, like, they, they remember things. You know what I mean? So, when I tell them, hey, here are my boundaries, you have three strikes, you break them three times, um, I, I'm gonna have to cut you loose. Because <laughs> that's disrespecting me. And I'm gonna let you know when you break a boundary. Um, and, you know, because that's, that's... It's important to me that you respect my boundaries because then it proves to me that you respect me as a person. You know what I mean? And I, I've gone through a lot with boys and old friends where I felt like I wasn't respected as a person. I felt like I was just being used because I have big boobs and guys are into that and, you know, all this stuff. So it, it it's important to me that when I tell you, hey, here's my boundaries, you respect them, you know? So, yeah. Uh, don't trauma dump on me without my consent. So, like, don't... Like, uh, strangers, like, don't come up to me and be like, here's my fucking trauma, fix it. Because <laughs> I've had that when, like, I meet new people. There's been a few times on dating apps where I'll meet someone. And the very... Like, I'll ask them, oh, what's up? And, like, how's your day? And all of a sudden, bam, a trauma dump. And it's like, whoa, babe. I don't need that. I don't <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. Like with the hinge guy, he would constantly trauma dump on me and I would try to be nice and then around the time when he started ghosting me, the message before I sent out my boundaries, he was trauma dumping again and being like, I'm just gonna go to my original route to dying alone, it's gonna happen soon anyways. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. I've tried being fucking nice. Go get fucking help. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And then, like, the next day, he was like, I want to try again and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, here's what I need from you. I need you to stop fucking doing this. Because it's it's traumatizing me. Because I've been through this already. And I've healed from shit like this already. I don't need it again. You know what I mean? So, and then he just ghosted me. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> get out of my life. So don't don't trauma dump on me unless I ask what's wrong. Like you can tell me, you know. Don't ask about my trauma, mommy issues without my consent. Cause I I talk about it a lot with my friends. Like, um. My friend Nicole, she gets it. You know she has mommy issues too. Like both my friends have mommy issues, but like, she knows and she's experienced my mommy issues. Right? She was there when my mom would verbally abuse me. And my friend Megan, she was there too, but I feel like she kind of sees my mom as the perfect mom. The mom that can't do no harm. And so when I say, oh, I have mommy issues, she's like, no way, mom. I was like, yeah. And then when I say, like, um, this one guy that I'm, I'm really good friends with now because of it, he asked about he asked me something and I was like oh this this and then I brought up my mom and he's like oh what's wrong with your mom and I was like you don't want to know and he's like no tell me like I'm I want to I want to know and so I like tr trauma dumped on him 
and this was before like I knew about bound like I knew about boundaries like this was before I knew about boundaries and so I just trauma dumped on him and he's like oh wow, I'm so sorry and like he he gave me the consent to do it I guess in a way but be like oh no I want to hear I want to hear it but and then I went to the Gucci I was like boy I just trauma dumped all my mommy issues on this guy and Meg she my Megan replied with what mommy issues like spill tell me and I sat there and I was like I've told you before and I don't like being having to repeat my trauma over and over and over you know what I mean so when I, I'm seeing my friends and I'm like oh like I joke about them right so I'm like oh that's on mommy issues and then they turn around and they're like mommy issues and I'm like I'm not explaining it all again babes I'll tell you if there's something new that she's done that's hurt me but I'm not explaining from the day I can remember till now all my mommy issues and all the trauma she's caused me like I'm not doing it so I don't like being asked about my mommy issues or asked about my trauma unless I bring it up and I'm like hey I want to talk about this can we talk about this and like I'll ask if we can before I'm like here take it <laughs> so there's that don't make suicidal jokes around me and um I I say this because it's triggering because I even last winter I was suicidal and I joke about it to cope you know but I don't go into detail you know I'm like oh I'm gonna unalive myself as like a joke if something goes wrong you know what I mean but you know then there's people where it's like oh I'm gonna go do this and this and this and like they describe in detail and then of how you know and then they laugh and they're like just kidding and that's like a joke and then it, it triggers me because when I do it I go oh I'm gonna go and lie myself I don't think I don't uh, visualize me doing it you know because my brain's like haha it's just a coping mechanism it's a good joke and then when people around me go to do it and then they explain in detail my brain visualizes it and then it my brain tells me do it go do it go do it right now go do what they just said and it's like bro stop <laughs> like i don't want to and then i laugh not because i found it funny but because i'm uncomfortable and i'm triggered and so that's that's one of my new boundaries don't don't do that you know what i mean um and then yeah so just just don't make those jokes um, and then if you are making those jokes and you're into detail, seriously, go get help. Go talk to someone you can trust and uh, get therapy. You know what I mean? Just go get help. Um, there's a lot of really good hotlines and and uh, a lot of good therapists out there and a lot of people that care. If you have those thoughts or that feeling, go get help, please. Not feeling responsible for someone else's happiness. For the longest time, even last week, if one of my friends were upset, I would do everything I could to make them happy. And then that would kind of, like, even if, even if it was, come to the mall with me, and my anxiety was high, or my depression was bad, and I'd be like, I don't want to, but if it makes you happy, I'm not going to do that anymore. If I don't want to go somewhere, if I don't want to do something to make you happy... I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it if I want to do it. Not because I'm like, if it makes this person happy. That's not going to fucking happen. 
<clears throat> do things that need to be done at a good time. So, I live with my parents. I'm 19. My, my dad goes to bed at like 10 on weekdays, 11 on weekends. Because on weekdays he has to get up early for work, right? My mom goes to bed around 12.30, 1am. My sister goes to bed at 10.30, 10, right? So when my friends are over, we will, when my dad goes to bed, we'll head downstairs. And then by the time we go up, it would be like 1am, 2am, and my friend would go to the bathroom to take off all her makeup and get changed and do her night routine. And at first it didn't bother me, right? But then it got to the point where it was like, why didn't you do this before we went downstairs? Why didn't you do this before my dad went to bed? You know what I mean? So setting a new boundary is instead of waiting till we go up to bed to take off your makeup and get changed and brush your teeth, maybe do that before we head downstairs. You know what I mean? Because then that, that would be better. That would be reasonable. And then I don't get in trouble the next morning because you you left the bathroom, kept the bathroom light on to come into my room to get your pajamas. And it took you 10 minutes to do it. You know what I mean? So, and you woke up my dad at 3 a.m. when he had to get up at 5. So, do things at a good time, at a reasonable time. Not at 3 a.m. You know what I mean? Saying yes because I want to, not because I'm guilt-tripped or obligated. So, this goes with the saying no to things if I don't want to. I'm only going to say yes to going somewhere or doing things because I want to, because I feel like it will fulfill me. Not because you're guilt-tripping me or because I feel like I'm obligated to go. Don't shit-talk my family or loved ones. I have people... That in my life, that would be like, oh my god, this person that is like a sister to you is mean to me, drop her. You know, because if I turned around and I was like, oh my god, this aunt of yours was mean to me, drop her. Like, I'm not, like, she may not be my biological sister, but I grew up to her as my sister. And she has this kind of, I will admit she can be mean sometimes, but I'm not gonna, I don't know. It's just, I hate when people close to me that aren't part of my family, well, they are part of my family, but, like, they're not, are, like, oh, my God, this person's so mean, like, and it's, like, that's my fucking sister, <laughs> like, please relax, <laughs> um, don't ask about my love life unless I bring it up, in Florence's book, Women Don't Owe You Pretty, there's a line in it where it's, like, um, oh, fuck, I got, uh, women's relationship status Women are more than their relationship status. It's the least important thing about them. And I posted that on my story. And my older sister replied to me being like, it makes me so angry when people ask me if I'm married. Like, it's not your fucking business. And I'm like, facts, babe. And then she's like, it also makes me angry when, because my older sister has two boys. She goes, it also makes me angry if people ask me when I'm going to have more kids. And I say no. And they ask, oh, but you need a girl. Like, no, I fucking don't. I was like, facts, babe. Facts. Preach. Like, I hate it, too, because people come up to me like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? When are you going to get a boyfriend? Ooh, you have a boyfriend. And it's like, fuck off. I, what happens if I have a girlfriend? 
Or what happens if, if I don't have anyone? Are you still going to be happy for me? You know, or they're like, oh, when are you going to have kids? Never. I don't like them. I fucking hate kids. I despise them except for the ones in my life. Like my nephews. I don't like kids. And they're like, oh, you change your mind with the white person. I'm like, no, I won't. Plus, I also feel like I won't be a good mother. Because I grew up with my mother. And growing up, I would treat my younger sister the way my mother treated me. So, like, if my sister did something, I would yell at her. And I would verbally abuse her. And now she has that trauma to deal with. And as she, as we've grown and I've realized, holy shit. Like, I've apologized to her about it. But that's not going to fix all the mean things I said to her when she was five or six years old. You know what I mean? Because I was insecure because I'm like, oh, this is how you treat someone you love. No. So it, we, we've gotten better. Like I don't, I communicate with her better than I used to. Thank God. But I'm like, if I have kids, I know for a fact until I get better at communicating or better at, um, you know, talking with kids or whatever that I, I'm going to turn out like my mom and I don't want to. You know what I mean? I want to break the cycle before I have kids. And even then, I don't like kids. So if I had a kid that I know I when I don't like them, I'm going to kind of despise them a little bit. And I'm like, I don't fucking like you because you're a child, whether you're mine or not. So, and then, like, when I see my friends, they're like, how's the hoes? Like, how's your love life? And it's like, like, that's like one of the first things they ask me. And it's like, stop. Like, No. And then, like, the, it just angers me a little bit because it's, like, I, when I see my friends, I'm not, like, how's the love life? How's the hoes? You know? Like, I walk and I'm, like, how's school? How's work? How's, you know? How, how are you? How's your family? You know what I mean? And if they bring up their love life, they're going to bring up their love life and we'll talk about it. And unless I bring up my love life, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And then, um... Yeah. So, don't ask about my love life unless I bring it up. I forgot I had coffee. And so I'm having a little coffee break before I continue. Anyways, I love how I can go from being so into what I'm talking about to just, let's be peaceful. <laughs> I just, I love it. I love how I can just do that. Um, my next one is, um, stay off your phone when we're talking. And this was kind of, I mentioned it before, but I, I want to go into detail. When I am talking to someone, they have my full attention. Like, my phone is flipped upside down, it's shut off, it's put across the room. Like, I'm not on it, you know? And, like, I expect that back, you know? And it's one of my pet peeves. And so, when I'm talking to someone, I, I don't want you on your phone texting or looking at stuff and then telling me, I'm still listening. No. Put your phone down or I'm not going to talk to you. You know what I mean? It, it angers me and I've put up with it for so long with people around me that now when I like meet up with someone and they're on their phone I'm just not gonna say anything until they put their phone down and they don't touch it you know what I mean so 
staying off your phone is is one of the big ones because it just proves to me that you respect me and you you listen to you respect what I have to say and you're listening and and stuff like that so th those are my boundaries um yeah, so th those are my boundaries that I'm setting in place with everyone around me. Um, loved ones, strangers on the street, people who could potentially be romantic with me. Um, yeah, there, there are my boundaries. Um, it's a blast. Um, I have yet to set them in motion because I wanted to make this podcast before I sent out my list to my friends and my loved ones. Um, so yeah, so that, that is my, those are my boundaries. Um, I encourage you, encourage, did I say that way? Anyways, I encourage you to set boundaries for yourself. Learn to say no. Stop people pleasing. Stop being a doormat for people. Um, you know, stop sacrificing your happiness for other people's happiness because that's not, you that's not, you don't, you're not in control of that. You know what I mean? You don't have to do something to make someone else happy. Okay, don't be guilt tripped or don't feel obligated to do something you don't want to fucking do. You know, put your foot down. You know, read uh, Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given. Listen to her podcast exactly. It's amazing and you learn so much. She makes learning about feminism and queer people and um my brain just went blank. She makes learning about everything about the world fun. You know, and she isn't she doesn't have like a boring voice to do it and it's she has like a beautiful British accent and it's just fun to listen to her talk. And to learn things from her and her guests on her podcast or learn things from her book that I will be rereading in different points in my life. When I'm in a relationship, I'm going to reread it and be like, is this relationship abusive? Am I with a narcissist? And, you know, stuff like that. So I I know for a fact that as I grow, I will continue to reread her book. Because as I grow and as I reread it, there's going to be new things that point out to me. And I'm going to be like, yes, queen. That didn't point out to me the first time I read it. So... I'm, it, it's going to be one of those books where every year you're going to reread it and be like, yeah, like I had a friend who did that and they hurt me and now they got to go. So, you know, anyways, I'm purporting, promoting Florence Given to you guys. I suggest you listen. <laughs> um, anyways, that's it for me. Happy Saturday. I was going to say happy Friday because I'm recording this on Friday. Um, happy Saturday. I hope... You have a good weekend. I hope you have a good week. Um, I'm going to go have a nap. Well, actually, when this comes out, I'll be in the States visiting family. But, anyways, I'm going to go have a nap. Maybe. I don't know what I'm going to do, actually. Go eat something. I'm going to go eat lunch. That's what I'm going to fucking do. Um, if you want to hear more about stuff that I learned from the book and from Florence Given, um, you can text me at my on my Instagram at Ewitz Page or the podcast Twitter account at Behind Podcast. Um, and tell me what you want to hear. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it from me. Um, set boundaries, learn to say no, stop people pleasing, 
And if you have issues with suicidal thoughts or, um, you know, you're just having mental issues, seek out, get help, please. There's so many helpful hotlines and um, apps where you could reach out to a therapist at any time. Um, reach out to a friend or a family member that you trust. Um, just get help. Um, yeah. That's it for me. Um, have a good week, guys. And I will see you guys next week. Next Saturday. Not see you guys, but talk to you guys. Next Saturday. Next Saturday will be, um, the night routines. One, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Things might change. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm having fun with this podcast again. You know? Because I'm like, ooh, I'm an educated feminist queen. Like, I can now talk about anything and everything and educate people. And there's so many topics running through my brain that I want to talk about. We're going on an hour of this episode. So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go. This was fun. This is probably my favorite episode that I've done so far. I'm obsessed. I might come back and listen to it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna go. Um, yeah. Have a good week, guys. Have a good weekend. Get... Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Bye, guys. <laughs>